At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. All opinions are those of the host. Welcome to the OFNT Podcast, episode 147, which I'm calling the Great Service Trimming. This also is the first episode of 2023. Yay me. Has anyone else noticed that the new favorite color for automobiles is a third Reich gray? Or is it just me? Did Greta Thunberg swat this guy Tate over a Twitter argument? Well, anyway, just another reason to stay off social media, kids. Or is Mr. Tate just another influencing dirtbag? I don't know. Well, the New Year's Eve attack on New York City police officers, if you heard of it, seems to be a case of good old Islamic terrorism. Though the perpetrator is Caucasian, and that would make the race correct, the motive doesn't fit the boogeyman of the white supremacy narrative, hence the mainstream media's lack of coverage of the event. And finally, Amazon has just announced the layoff of 18,000 more employees. This comes after the laying off of 10,000 workers late last year. The best economy in U.S. history, according to the current administration. Come on, man. Well, my 401k begs to differ. Tech news. Hey, remember the communist communications giant Huawei? No. Under the guidance of great dear leader Uncle Ren, Huawei was poised to become the largest communications company in the world. Oh, never mind that the company was founded on stolen intellectual property from manufacturers like Cisco, Nokia, and Sony Ericsson, amongst others. Huawei was about to enter the U.S. cell phone market by selling their smartphones via the big two carriers, AT&T and Verizon, when at the last minute, something happened. That something was Western intelligence agencies, and in 
the U.S. President Trump. You're fired. Since then, most countries in Europe, Australia and New Zealand, have joined the U.S. in forbidding any of their respective countries' telecommunications companies from using Huawei products. Even the overlord of Android, Google, has been forbidden from letting Huawei load up their phones with Google services. Well, I'm sure Tim China. Apple breathed a sigh of relief at that one as Huawei was kicking the fruit company's butt in the coveted Chinese phone market. Well, late last month, Huawei put out a press release just to let everyone know that the company has come all the way back to, quote, business as usual, unquote. Those are Huawei's words, or at least those of the publicity firm they hired. What does this mean? Well, business as usual to me would mean robbing companies of their intellectual property and spying on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. In real life, Huawei's earnings are flat. The only thing keeping the company afloat these days are victims of China's Belt and Road Initiative, which forces them to use Huawei's kit in their communication systems, and countries that don't seem to care about China being able to see and use all communications and internet data from their country. Saudi Arabia comes to mind as being a recent example of this. Ironically, patents are a major source of income for Huawei these days. While I'm sure Huawei has made many innovations over the years, this was helped by not having to develop the basic technology, which was stolen from other companies, as mentioned earlier. Huawei also pivoted to cloud storage, which supposedly has been a winner for them. Well, I guess those Belt and Road Initiative victims are the major customers for this cloud service. I recall walking through cargo and mail facilities in the early aughts and seeing wall-to-wall -wall telecommunication equipment from Huawei being sent to mainly small Western U.S. cell service providers, as well as to some of the big boys. Well, that all dried up about 2017, even before the ban was enacted. I guess the writing was on the wall. As far as Huawei's phones go, I briefly used a Nexus 6P and found it to be subpar to the Nexus 6 it had replaced. Now the phone finally self-destructed, literally, while being charged. I remember watching videos on YouTube at the time showing where Huawei took shortcuts on the manufacturer of the phone and how fragile they were. I remember a guy just snapping them in half. When Huawei was really pushing in the U.S. market, I thought they were on the expensive side, no matter how many tech websites they paid off. To sum up, I think we're better off in the Western world without the Communist Party of China-controlled Huawei. What do you think? The Consumer Electronics Show has kicked off in Las Vegas, Nevada this week. The first full CES since the bad old days of the pandemic. China. Though the annual conference has lost some of its luster over the years, it's still a good gauge to see where technology is heading. Here are some of the things I found interesting so far. Wythings has a urine sensor for your toilet that can monitor various metrics in regards to your health. And it's called U-Scan. I wonder how much they paid someone to come up with that name. I mean, I could have come up with that. Now, a disadvantage to this thing is that men have to join women in sitting down to pee. So there's that. The device can tell if it's you or your wife who's peeing at the time. This is accomplished by some sort of low-energy radar device. Now, talk about some slow cooking. Where the company is going to make their money on this thing is with the replaceable cartridge of test pods. Great idea, but in the beginning, I think it'll be too expensive. Next, the organization behind the, I think it's pronounced Key, QI, wireless charging standard announced QI2, QI2, I guess, which uses the new magnet power profile. This will basically give Android a MagSafe feature just like Apple has, though built with a slightly different technology. Well, that's good news. 
If you didn't already know, the internet celebrated its 40th birthday on January 1st. That's the date the old U.S. military network, ARPANET, started using the modern communications protocols we all know and love today and renamed itself the Internet. I was in the military at this time and actually saw ARPANET in action. Wow. Yeah, oh, I'm that old. <laughs> Tech I'm using. Now it's time to tell you about my impressions of my Christmas tech haul. I use my Neat King B mic for the inaugural standalone episode of the Straight from the Desk podcast I just launched, and it sounds great. I just have to get the post-processing down pat. The Echo Show 8 is doing its job as a bedside companion after finally figuring out how to set the display for the nighttime clock correctly. The new Apple TV 4K is smaller and faster than its predecessor, and because of its increased memory, shouldn't give me the out-of-sync audio I'd occasionally run into with the previous models I've used. The new model was also easier to set up and pair external speakers to. As part of my retirement downsizing, I cut subscriptions to all podcast apps. While I like Pocket Cast, I have problems with that app. I would like to support Podcasting 2.0 apps, but they are not ready for prime time yet. I'll be using a combination of Apple's Podcast app and Castomatic from here on in. Apple's app is free and it isn't a bad app, while Castomatic is probably the most stable of the new generation apps. Going forward, I'll use the non premium version of Castomatic. Another subscription app I enjoyed but had a cut was Microsoft 365. I don't need to depend on Word and OneDrive for my writing needs any longer. I'll be using Apple Pages and iCloud for better or worse, uh, most likely worse. I haven't done it yet, but I just might cut Peloton. What? Though I really enjoy the app, especially the cycling instructors, but since joining a gym, I don't really use the app like I used to. I have Apple Fitness Plus, so I can always use that in lieu of Peloton. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. My replacement or a smart ring has been great, and especially the battery life. Starting just before Christmas, my resting and sleeping heart rate started going up, though. From there, my readiness scores have gone down to the point that Aura has suggested I stay in rest mode. I don't know what's causing this, but I haven't been feeling well. I've had bouts of dizziness along with body soreness. If things don't improve this week, a trip to my doctor is in order. I didn't retire just so I could fall apart. 
Entertainment news. With the current economy as it is, and my recent retirement, one of the first things to get the axe in the old Ford household has been the entertainment services we subscribe to. I have downsized my DirecTV stream package, which jettisoned Stars, Cinemax, and HBO Max, which saves me $30 per month. I did gain Epics and some other movie channel for three months. Next, I canceled Spotify. Though I like Spotify's music catalog better than the others, I don't listen to music that often as I used to do. This was a no-brainer. You know, Nokia used to offer a similar service back in what I like to refer to as The Day for less than half the price. Oh well. Netflix was next on the block and was hard to do but necessary to accomplish. I just don't watch enough of it to justify keeping it. I'll miss these services, but in time I'll get used to not having them. Podcasting news. If you're a steady listener to this podcast, then you've realized that ads are being inserted into each episode now. Though my download averages have been high this month, this won't last if previous experience is any indicator. That'll mean no more ads. Even with the increased downloads and ads, I'm projected to make a whole 30 cents of revenue this month. If you would like to help the show, click on that donation link in the show notes. I'd appreciate it and know any money donated will go back into the show. I'm not sure I like ads anyway. Also, don't forget to check out the Straight From The Desk podcast I just launched. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. And speaking of some problems, for some reason, Stitcher, which includes Pandora and SiriusXM, wouldn't let me change the RSS feed of the OFNT podcast when I switched hosts. If you remember... I'd mentioned in a previous episode that more downloads than I expected were coming from Pandora, so this hurt. Ouch! Well, finally, Stitcher's customer service solved the issue for me. The only problem is that the old cover art is being displayed, but hey, that's not a big concern at this point. As far as the so-called podcast, quote, industry, unquote, goes, yet more self-annoyed experts are saying that the podcast industry is slowing down. By this, they mean the big media, investor-backed, celebrity-hosted, and backed by a huge staff of writers, fact-checkers, producers, editors, and the like shows. It seems the bubble is popping as the public increasingly gets back to normal, despite the best efforts of the elites and their media lackeys. While this might turn out bad for the professional podcasters with their professional staffs, these folks will just have to try and go back to the media they came from, if possible. And this just might lead to a renaissance where independent podcasters can again have a chance to be heard. This development might also slow down and maybe, just maybe, reverse the squeeze out of independence that we've been experiencing since at least 2019. As I like to say often, time will tell. An app that's currently in beta called Adblock Podcasts which claims to block and skip inserted ads for all shows in Apple's podcast index, might just hasten the demise of those moneyed shows I just described. The company behind this app, Zeppelin Technologies, says that the motive behind this app is to spur listeners to find a better way of compensating podcast makers than the two cents per ad that they are paid currently. Well, I'm all in, but though I made but 30 cents so far this month, that's 30 cents more than the donations I've collected. 
In my opinion, this is a great idea that will do a lot of good, but also kill off a source of revenue for small podcasts, like this one, for example. There'll be a link in the show notes to register for early access to this app. The Return of the Rant. How's that for drama? Did you know that it's legal for the U.S. government to use propaganda on its own citizens? Really? Yeah, really. Well, when did this happen, you might ask? It happened way back in 2012 during the reign of the last American royal, Barack Obama. Also known as St. Obama to freaks all over the country and especially TikTok. (laughs) In ancient history... Circa 1946, the original Smith-Mund Act was passed into law in response to the devastating effect propaganda had on the U.S. public during the lead-up and execution of World War II. This propaganda would continue during the Cold War era from various communist sources. The Smith-Mund Act, however, stood in the way of the young new king who had an agenda to be processed which would attack the fundamental values of the United States in order to split the nation into different, constantly warring factions to weaken the population. You can't have people united when you're attempting to lay the groundwork for the elite's vision of the world and how it should be ran. So H.R. 5736, better known as the Smith-Mund Modernization Act of 2012, was enacted. A brilliant idea from the former communist organizer. It was attached to a defense spending authorization bill virtually unnoticed. Well, a few conservative media types did notice and attempted to sound the alarm, but they were the first victims of an early form of censorship that we now know as cancellation. This so-called modernization of the Smith-Mundt Act allows the government to mount propaganda campaigns to unsuspecting populists greatly helped by the emergence of social media. This was fine-tuned during the COVID crisis, leading to slogans you might recognize. Remember, safe and effective? How about threat to our democracy? They're two of the more successful ones. How about labeling people of color who don't go along with the current narrative or dare to run for political office as a non-democratic party candidate? They label them white supremacists. Or the fact that just about any white person who appears to disagree with the current narrative will be labeled that also. Another thing this modernization has brought us is wokeism and its companion language. Here are some examples. Birthing person, menstruating person, equity, agency, and my personal favorite, toxic masculinity. When or will this ever stop? Well, I don't know, but I hope it does during my current and unfortunately limited lifespan. Well, that darn music's playing, signaling the end of another episode of the OFNT Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you and hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. I don't know what's taking him so long, but it seems like old man winter has finally arrived. So before he settles in, bundle up those overcoats and get off my lawn. I'm out. See ya. Oh, before I forget, stay skeptical.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.